Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by NBA.com. Are you curious as to how many times John Stockton was the season assist leader? I am. I bet NBA.com has that information. Maybe not though. Nothing in life is for certain. Anecdotal experience podcast back. I left my AC running. Can you hear it? No, you can't hear it because the music's playing. Today, our guest, Samantha Jane Gerwitz, back on the podcast. I have four people that I still have in person on the podcast. Why is that? You know, I'm not telling you. I just like having my buddies on now. That's what I've learned. I've grown if you've been listening to the podcast, I realize I just want to have my friends on. I just want to have my buds. Uh, and, you know, new people too, but they have to know what they want to talk about. You know, they got to be, you got to be, that's, this podcast has gotten better because people know what they want to talk about and we can just get into it quick. We don't have to talk bullshit, you know? You guys don't want to hear the bullshit. Just like two people awkwardly talking until we get onto something interesting? No way. Watch the anecdotal experience videos, like the Facebook page. Let's do this with Samantha Jane Gerwitz. I hate that I just said my brand, though. No, I actually like that you said it. I know it's. You know what? If you would have said it, if you would have said it, it wouldn't have been the right thing if you would just said my brand and it would have been something where you're using it in the wrong context. I would have been like, ugh. But like that's, I like the way you used it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's more like what is, I think of it more like what's your voice or whatever. We keep talking. Say more stuff. What is my voice? What's my comedic voice? Yes. You know, what's my Keep unique going. take on the world? Yeah. How do I see it? What's the lens that you're gonna look through? You know, you get me. It sounds. <laughs> it sounds like I know you're making fun of it, but I it, there's like there's people say it because it. that's what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like your specific thing, like what you have to offer. Yeah. And if you're being authentic, sometimes you say stuff that can be bad, make other people's feelings feel bad. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you say that thing and then... We're recording, by the way. Oh, okay. Now you know. Now I know. Really sneaking it in there. I thought I was all talking about my brand privately. (laughs) No, no, I don't talk to anyone if it's not for this. Cool, cool, cool. That's your brand. It is. It is. Always on. Always on. Always trying to get something from people. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what's the point? I hope it's not my brand. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like really... Um... No, but if there is anything authentic, I do want to, like... I do want to get it recorded. Yeah. I have so many times where I'm like, this is such a good conversation but nobody's ever... I'm gonna... For- Sometimes that's why, though. What do you mean? Sometimes those things are in the moment, and when it's being recorded, it's like almost like a Schrodinger's thing, like the nature of an observer changes what's happening. Ah. 
Yes, you know Sometimes what's you funny? Sometimes you have those conversations when no one's recording. Yes, you're totally right. Because uh, have you met Mallory Fuchella? I don't think so. Oh, okay, she's a friend of mine. She does. She did the podcast last. But we were talking about that. You guys would get along really well. You guys should hang cool. out. Cool. Um, hey, Mallory, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys would hit it off. Um, but we were talking about that because we're both like, we're both voyeurs. Like we love like people watching and eavesdropping oh, and like yeah, I'm a total like, peeper. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> if, if someone's windows open, I'm always like, yes. Mm. That's what we were talking. We were talking about like it's the the thrill of it because she okay she was talking about just like regurgitating stuff that's already been on the podcast, but she was talking about she teaches. Uh, like kids in China English over Skype, right? I almost did that. Did you? Yeah. Okay, you should do it if you're a voyeur because like sometimes I guess they'll leave the camera on but they won't know that Mallory is watching. So she'll just be watching like a Chinese family just like cooking dinner. What if or, like, they do know it's on and they like that she's watching? Maybe, but that's even more interesting. Right. That's even wackier. Right. Maybe they're looking at her thinking, oh, she doesn't know we're watching her. Yeah. No, it's for sure the other way. Because they'll do like the kid will make like weird wacky faces and stuff in the in the. So the kid knows. No, I don't. The way she said it, she didn't. But maybe I don't know. But the point being, she she loves like watching people when they oh, don't yeah. know. When I was in a, a nanny, um, and I still do personal care, like personal care. Yeah. Uh, I love going into other people's homes being like how do you you know put things in your kitchen like right. where do you keep that like that's an interesting oh this is where you put your pile of crap like yeah okay that's <laughs> and i love seeing that it makes you go like oh we all have a little pile somewhere like we all like you start to see people's little things where you're like yes mm-hmm. you get to notice like people's behavior and kind of yeah. how they deal with like their bullshit like exactly. what do they do with their socks when they don't want to like put them in you know what i mean right like what's your crazy thing about the sink or like <laughs> yeah like, why do you keep your shoes there? That makes no sense to me, but okay. Yeah, it's like the weird nuances of being like a human being. Yeah. It's creepy. I love it though. Yeah, me too. I mean, I started as an actor and there's a lot, that, that's what I loved about acting. It's also why I'm not good at it now because now it's about like having Instagram followers and yeah, doing you're, you're like, pro. I like, no, I yeah. liked like the intricacies of like, what would this person carry in their wallet and why? And what's the little receipt they can't get rid of? Or like... I, I love all those weird things that make us people. Yeah. No, I do too. I like, there are certain people I see on the street. Certain people, when well, we talked about this too, but like people, like have, a lot of most people I feel like now, especially our age, have this sense of like, they're constantly presenting themselves. Yes. They're constantly aware of how they're being perceived. This is also why you can't do online dating, which we talked about last time. Wait, why? Because I, it's everyone's presentation of themselves. It's not uh, really who people are. It's so curated. True, but the actual like manicuring of your identity actually can say a lot more about yourself than just who you are. Do you know what I mean? It says a lot about who you think you are and who you're trying. Who you want to be. Who you want to be. Right. Which I think is that presentation is very telling about that is who very you telling. actually are. You know. Yeah, it can be. But you have to have the context of the person, too. Like, that's what I miss from, like, an online profile is, like, in person, you'll get the curated thing. But then you start to talk to someone. You start to get, like, just their vibe or, yeah. you know, their mannerisms and things. And you start to be like, oh, I see what the disconnect is here. Uh, but I can't get that from just photos, you know? True. True. 
Yeah. No, for And sure. everyone writes stuff like, I'm so funny. And it's like, are you? Like, I Brilliant. can only know yeah. if uh, you're making me laugh. Right. Exactly. I feel like you shouldn't even... What they, I mean, what they should do is just have, like, questions that you answer is really it. Because, like, don't tell me. Do you know what I mean? Just, like... Yeah. Give me the rundown. Okay, Cupid had that, too, but, like, when it's... When they have the pre-selected answers, yeah, which I guess help, would probably help their algorithm. I always feel like my answer is like neither of them. Like, oh, there's so yeah. many times where I'm like, this is a weird specific question, and I don't think like either of these answers totally captures what I would do yeah. in that situation. Yeah, because you can't really express yourself. Yeah, because you're like locked into a box. Yeah. Fuck that idea. Never mind. I actually like the open-ended box. Yeah, the open-ended box would be interesting. Yeah. Put whatever. I feel like we should go back to like 80s style because, like, we have the technology. What? Just doing like videos. Like, remember, I never, I was too young, but like when they had the dating service, the videos, and you're like, hi, I'm whoever, and I like long walks on the beach or, you know, doing math under a bridge or whatever. But like, because voice and mannerism and it just would be so much better, I think. You can, you can do that with, um, it's funny. I know so much about dating apps. I like. I don't. There's a weird shame that I have for being so knowledgeable. Don't know where it comes from, but we're here. Oh and I'm no! Quite knowledgeable. You didn't do any research. No, I mean, yeah. In no, I've done a lot. Yeah. I've done. I've been on. I was on a, a real hinge. Joe Goodall. Yeah, Joe Goodall for sure. Out in the wild, but not for research. For like, I am using the apps. I'm yeah. not one of those like. Oh, I'm just on here for fun. Like, no. We I'm all not. do. Yeah. That's what, yeah, I think we talk about that when people are like, ah, I don't take this seriously. Like, fuck That's off. just the ironic nature of our entire generation. We're yes. scared to admit that we're taking anything seriously. You know, yeah. There is something about, you don't like take things seriously. Like, um, I'm just, but whatever. Like, I don't really care. Like, we think it's like all cool to not care. Yeah. But I think it actually is cool to care. Yeah, don't like like if Kanye. Well, Kanye's not cool anymore. I'm still down, but he cares too much. That's part of what makes him cool. Okay, (laughs) I have a theory on that Kanye and self uh, self awareness and self perception. What I like about Kanye is I genuinely most people like are overcompensating for their own insecurities. Okay, so they'll like most people they say they're the greatest of all time. They're probably Quijasso rap are just like, I don't feel like I am, but I want to be perceived as that. Yes. So they'll overcompensate and like, but I honestly think that Kanye West buys his own bullshit. And that's what I love about it. Oh, I do too. Yeah. It's not insecurity. I think he's very No, no, that's, yeah. That's what I mean. That's why he's cool. Because I think he really does believe, like he's committed to it. He cares. Yeah. He's, he's not being ironic about it. No. That's why it works for him. Yeah. Because he's not being ironic. No. He really think? is like, I am Jesus. Right. Yeah. It's a little crazy, but it's also like, ooh, I'm intriguing. I love it. Yeah. It's authentic. Passion is great. Passion's great. And just like believing or like, um, okay, I'm going to use a sports example. Okay. Bear with me for All a right, second. I'll try. Okay. Do you know who LeBron James is? I'm aware. Okay. Do you know who <laughs> Stephen Curry is? I think so. Okay. Also basketball. Yes. Yeah. Both basketball. Both like the two greatest players right now. Okay. LeBron James does not do the like hum- fake humble bullshit. He's like, yes, 
I'm the best player in the league right now. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn. But if I'm going to have a genuine conversation about about like the state of basketball right now, we all need to recognize that I'm the best player in the league because it's without question. He has numbers. Like, yes. Yeah. It's just like, it's not like, and he doesn't do this thing where he's like, oh, I don't know, I'm okay at basketball, which I think Stephen Curry does. So people are like, oh, Steph, you're awesome. You're the best, you know? So I, I, think I don't we, like it. We like humble more okay like you want to like be friends or like date the humble person but like you want to watch the person that's not like that's who you want to like that's who i want to watch on my tv i want to be friends with the person that is very that that genuinely knows i mean i do too but i love crazy people (laughs) yeah i I think i was speaking generally i think like uh, what the public would yeah they like humility a little Even bit is good, but I just feel like if it's like genuine, I like people that are genuine with what they feel yeah. and they don't try to do any weird bullshit to like seem a different way. They're just like, they call it like it is, you know? Yeah. And that a lot of times people will call even, okay. I don't mean to like go political and I don't want to, Okay. but I think what people find so attractive about Donald Trump is he, he says how he feels. I think he is, he buys his own bullshit and he doesn't have, he is, do you know what I mean? That authenticity, even though it's like an authentic asshole, people are like, hey, but you know, he's not. I think that's true. Yeah. Like, you know, I definitely, I agree. That's, that's what his appeal is. That's what the appeal is. I'm so real. I talk just like you, like I'm unfiltered and I hate this person or I like this person. I think uh it is not as authentic as it plays because i think he is pretty good at having an agenda like he's not eloquent about it but he definitely has more agenda than i think we give him credit for oh you think he's like smarter than he is you think i don't smarter think than it's he seems? Sm- i don't think it's like a sneaky smartness it doesn't take that much brain power to be like oh what are we trying to actually accomplish we want to get this tax bill through. Well, let's let me say something that'll make everyone fucking argue about that on Twitter. And then I'll just do that while they're not paying attention. Ooh, that's giving him a lot of credit. That's well, some, when he was uh, right after he was elected, I worked at a gym, fancy gym on the West Side. Uh-huh. And one of the guys was like, that's what he does when we used to do real estate deals with him. That's like what he's known for is setting a whole bunch of fires and making a whole lot of crazy claims and stuff in the middle of a negotiation. So you're like, what the fuck? And then you go back and forth on whatever that insanity was. And then you're like, okay, fine. You put that fire out, you sign the deal and you realize he snuck a lot of bullshit in while you were all focused on the crazy thing he did. He's brilliant. Wow. You think so? I mean, that guy said it to me, and, like, every time one of these things has happened where it's, like, been Kavanaugh or this other thing that everyone's focused on, there's, I'll see an article with Ted Cruz being, like, oh, all this tax bullshit just got passed that nobody talked about. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think it's that smart. I just think it's a strategy that he has from business, and he's a business guy. Yeah. And this is all doing deals to him. Well, we're all falling for it. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of my dad. My dad's like Republican, but that was his thing with uh, with Obama. He was like, he thought that he was like kind of starting the whole, oh, he's not born in America or whatever. Because my dad was like, he didn't, he's like, I don't give a shit if he's born in America. Like, it doesn't matter to me. He's very yeah. anti-Obama. 
Um, but his idea was like, that was just a way to deter attention from what he was, the new world order. My dad, he's very interesting. Yeah. He's not conspiracy. You know what? Conspiracy theory. That's what he's a Glenn Becker, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. That's a little conspiratorial. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think sometimes people like conspiracies because it makes it seem like there's some order to the world and someone knows what's going on, which is a little easier to grasp than like, you don't fucking know, dude, yeah. everything's falling apart and no one's in control. Like that's scarier. So I think people like the idea that someone has secret power, you know, like what someone knows what's up. Someone knows what's going on. Yeah. Yes. Actually, man, I don't want to like jump on too many subjects real quick. Remind me to go back to this. Okay. But I do, I think you're right. I think, and also it's a combination of that, of like, oh, there is someone in control. There is rhyme and reason. Um, but it's also like more interesting to think there's something insidious going on beneath that. Of course. You know? Yeah. It's more like oh, a fun, like spy movie rather than like humans are idiots and right. everyone just is fucking up and there's no reason to it. Yes. Cause like, okay. Example of that is like Veep versus House of Cards. Like you watch Veep and you're like, oh, it's just a shit show. It's just like a comical shit show, which isn't very interesting to me, which I wasn't like really why I got in. I didn't like the show. But House of Cards is like far more fun to watch because you're like, oh, man, this is what it's like. Like, that's more fun to believe. Right. So, yeah, it's it's sadder to think that it's just a bunch of idiots. You think so? I think it's sadder. Be like, oh, they're they're not fucking up everyone's, you know, water and healthcare and all this stuff for some nefarious purpose right. with a point. Yeah. Like, at least there's a point there. At least they're doing it for a reason. Yeah. If, like, it's literally just because they're like, mm, I don't know, they're lazy and they got paid by a lobbyist and they're just chicken to chicken shit to do anything else. Like, that's sadder. Yeah, that's actually. no point. Yeah. And then you realize, and also realizing that, like, everyone there's no like everyone's as dumb as you yeah because you feel like all oh, these smart people they've got it under control even if they're doing something bad they so. know what they're doing yeah i don't know that's the beauty i think the more like what doing jobs where i go into people's houses and stuff the more you're like these people have got it all together and then you're like no they don't no we're really? all just we're all just we all you know figuring it out what have you noticed i don't know just like uh i mean it's an easier, uh, like, metaphor for when I do makeup, mm-hmm. um, but it's, like, a similar feeling where whenever I meet, like, if I'm doing makeup for, like, a celebrity or something, uh, I'm a woman of many gigs. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you get all intimidated, you're like, oh, this person's, like, special and all this stuff, and then, like, you get in there, everyone's got weird little lines and weird little blood vessels and pimples and you start to see it all and you're like, Oh, you're just a person. Like we're all just, yeah, we all have a weird skin tag somewhere. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's always something humanizing. Yeah. That is interesting. So yeah, they're just somehow they're a person just like you. Yeah. Like, Oh, to. look at all these weird little things you do that are totally not put together. Like you don't, you don't have it together all the time either. Yeah. Inter- I've never like ran into a celebrity like that, but I could see that like being the case, you know, when you really like if there was just like a solar flare or something like that and there was no TV, no nothing, we're all kind of like in the same level. Yeah. And then because right now it's just like then it's just like we're just human beings. But it's weird like that's doing certain jobs or like 
that's one reason I like doing makeup. Mm-hmm. I'll meet someone and it's like, oh, hi, whoever. Like, <laughs> am I allowed to talk about people I've been? It seems it. like, Everyone wants like to know. you're not supposed to. But uh, like I did like Sarah Silverman's makeup and I did touch-ups okay. on Ariana Huffington. And you're just like, oh, hi. Like, they were both very, very cool. That's why yeah. I feel like it's okay to, like, they were both super nice. Right. Um, and very lovely. And had pretty good skin, too. Okay. Um, yeah. But, you know, you get in there and, and you're like, hi, nice to meet you. And everyone's being very standoffish and, like, yeah. you know, high touch with the celebrity and being the makeup artist. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm going to, like, wipe the inside of your eye now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, basically, like, the most weirdly intimate thing. Like, I'm going to be, like, trying to get this weird... Yes. flake off of your nose or like you know yeah so that yeah. breaks the barrier for me that's why i like it it's like oh this is someone everyone's like scared to talk to and i'm like cool so i'm gonna get your eye booger yeah so you <laughs> this weird thing on your face i'm gonna try yeah. to cover that weird thing up it's just really it makes me feel like we're all like gorillas and i'm just gonna like groom you for yeah. a minute yeah yeah you realize we're all gorillas yeah basically that's that's what i mean to like compare to that, that is like doing that to a celebrity is interesting. Cause I had that done to me on, I was like an extra in Mad Men and they were like putting makeup on and they, they like put a lot of makeup right here on my face. Contour. Yeah. Like a lot and like focused on it right over here. And I have mm. like a like spot, like a discoloration right here. And they were like, really? And I'm like, oh my God, like they are really. Were you... Like for an no. effect or something, no. or just like they were just, just like, contouring you for yeah, just character. contouring me. I was a, I was a bus boy. Okay, cool. And they were just like really focusing on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so in. I I never oh, thought you about mean it. Coloring, yeah, coloring. just like even it out, you know. Oh yeah, it's slightly sure. Yeah, it's, it's in a place of a natural contour, actually. Yeah, so it beats me. Like where there would naturally be a shadow. But sure, it was maybe I don't know. But either way, it seemed like oh, you have like a mistake face that's what we do though right i know but doing that to a celebrity has to be like yeah yeah like i can see how it'd be really intimate it's cool because basically someone calling you out on like i'm like cool 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 this little pimple's between you and me right <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. i'm here to make sure no one else knows about it right i'm the one who knows yeah that's interesting yeah it's really interesting have they been like have the celebrities been like, what's your impression? I mean, I don't do that many celebrities. Sure, but, but the ones you have, like, what's your impression of, like, not necessarily what they look like, but how they behave? It it varies. A lot of them have been very nice. The two I mentioned, they were super, super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ways that I gauge it now is, like, when they walk into the room and they, like, say hi to people, do they acknowledge me? Or do they just say hi to, like, the director and the producer? Oh. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I just worked a thing where there's like a lot of CEOs and a lot of them did not acknowledge me as a person in the room. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Like you, what, you think you're above just like saying hi to someone? Like it's weird. Yeah. Uh, that always seems like a weird thing. Um, most people are nice. I will say most, one thing I've noticed is most of the like super successful people like, yeah, tend to be pretty cool. Uh huh. And it's the people right below them that tend to be like weird because yeah. they have like more, like they're like trying to flex their power right more because they're more insecure about it yeah it goes back it goes back to the kanye west thing because it's like them trying to be like hey i'm better than you yeah and i need you to know that for me to feel good right exactly like i need to prove 
that I'm above you somehow, which to me automatically makes me think that you're not. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's not a good, it's if someone does, because everyone's big dogging people all the time. Yeah. When people do that to me, I'm like, yo, you don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to, like, a lot of times it's people that are like, I think I was, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, you're doing something cool. You're like, really? Like, I'm impressed by you. You don't have to do this. You don't have to big dog me. Like, I'm giving the you. The biggest dog, yeah, like, at this thing, the biggest dogs didn't. I mean, so the big, some of them were, like, too big to even come through where I was, but. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was a lot of people, I was like, I don't know who you are. You're like CEO of a company and cool, whatever. Sure. I don't know who you are. I don't care. Right. Uh, and then someone who's super cool, who I didn't even realize who it was, Matthew Weiner, did Bad Men. Super chill. Super really? just down to like chat and just be like a person. Wait, who? Matthew Weiner. Matthew Weiner. Oh, I was thinking Anthony Weiner. No, 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 no. Who's Matthew Weiner? He created Mad Men that you were on. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's chill, chill dude? Very chill. Super funny. See, he knows who he is. He's happy with who he is. And he's got nothing to prove. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was just like, oh, what's up? Like, like, I was talking to his friend and then we just like chatted. And then he left and someone's like, isn't that whoever? And I was like, oh, I don't know who anyone is. Yeah. I think that helped too. Yeah, and he's in a position where it's like, I feel like a lot of times those people tend to big dog even more because they're not in front of the camera but they have a very like do you know who i am because most people are like i don't know who you yeah are. like you you're like i don't know who that is but yeah, yeah. he liked that i didn't know because i saw him again later and i'm like i don't know who, i don't know who anyone is here and he's like yeah yeah i could tell yeah because you're not saying anything to me <laughs> well yeah and then it was like oh okay i think it's just like oh i like that you don't care like yes. I'm not I don't care who anyone is because it's also like it was uh, mostly just like I don't know, business people right and I'm like not in that game right so I was like I don't give a shit right I'm you not trying to network do any anything. of you yes. like I don't have I, I got no skin in this game right you've nothing to offer me no so I can treat you like a person yeah I don't care you're gonna get me a job yeah I don't care who you are (laughs) it doesn't matter to me (laughs) yeah that's and that's what it that's what's cool because he talks to you and he's like okay this person because in reality if you had that connection with that guy it could benefit you so the fact that you don't know who he is is he's like oh this is awesome someone's speaking to me as if I have nothing to offer them Right. It's just they're just being themselves and not like speaking me speaking to me in a way that's like very aware of the fact that he could benefit your career. I remember do you know who Armando Diaz is? Armando Diaz. He did a little he's like big in improv and then he started the um the Magnet Theater in New York. Oh, did they name the Armando after him? Yeah, yeah, he's ah, okay. he's the Armando Armando. Gotcha, cool. Uh, and he ran the theater for a long time. I remember he gave up being creative uh, being like the creative director and yeah. I, I was talking to him at one point about why and he's like I just I hate like not knowing if people are talking to me because they want to talk to me or if they're talking to me because they want me to give them a show or something like they talk to me as if I'm the theater not myself I was like yeah, yeah that's gotta be really annoying that has to be so isolating yeah you know it's gotta be weird yeah I've, but I, I will know. say it's a feeling I relate to as a woman. Oh, so? oh, explain. Because as 
as a as an ugly duckling, where I was like not the cute girl. I was I, that's why I'm funny. Uh, late bloom. Okay. Late late so bloom. Personality. So I had a lot of just guy friends that liked me because I was funny. Okay. Whatever. Uh, and then at one point in like my twenties, realizing like talking to guys, being like, oh, you're not talking to me because you like care about who I am in any way. Like you're just trying to get something. Like you just want to sleep with me. You're just trying to get something from me. Really. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little different, but it's a little similar. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same. Like you don't really care about who I am as a person. You're not even talking to me because you care about that at all. You're just trying to get whatever I got to offer. Yeah. No, it's, it's you're right. Um, and I think, okay, do you know what the equivalent is for guys? What? Because you're right. Because that is true. As a man, it's true. Um, <laughs> that's, what, and that's what I'm talking about. A lot of guys will like, even... Guys will put up with, like, so much bullshit to, like, sleep with a girl. They'll just, like, they'll be like, oh, that's awesome. That's so interesting. Tell me more about it. You know, yeah. they'll go on. Because they, like, they're, like, in reality, what they're thinking in their head, if it, if the girl, they didn't want to have sex with her, they'd be like, this is, I don't have to listen to this. And they'd be gone. Yeah. You know? And so I think the, okay, the, sorry. <laughs> My point is, I think the equivalent for men is a lot of times girls will want a guy to, like, be their boyfriend. So I think this happens, and people don't really talk about this, but I think a lot of times, like like a guy will look at a girl and be like, I want to have sex with that girl. A lot of times girls will look at a guy and imagine him as their boyfriend. Yeah. And like fulfilling their emotional needs and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it happens a lot of times with guys, like girls do the same thing. So they'll be like, they'll imagine you as this like knight in shining armor and like everything they want in a man. And they'll project that desire onto you. So a lot of times guys look at this thing where it's like, oh, you don't really know me. You just right. like this idea of me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Do you feel yeah, that? Yeah, it does. As a lady? I have been told that by people. <laughs> really? Have you? I have. Ah, by who? Uh, my ex said that at one point. Really? He's like, I think you just really like the idea of who I can be. Ah, did he really say those words? He totally did. That's And I think so I said, yeah, I just... The only thing I wanted to change was you being sober. <laughs> right. Yeah, isn't that So it? you're not wrong, but... Yeah. No, I, I mean, and at the same time, dudes do that too. To, you know what I mean? They have this idea, and then they're, like, trying to, like, mold you into yeah. what they're expecting. Because they're like, totally. no, I'm almost there. They'll be this person. Yeah, guy will like you until you all of a sudden have a need. Like an emotional need. Sure. Like, oh, I thought you were this crazy manic pixie dream fuck fairy. Like, I don't yeah. like this person that's a person that's coming out. Right. That's their projection. Yeah. And I think that's, ah, yeah, that's kind of, it's like what's so funny. And I love, <laughs> wa- to the voyeur thing, I love watching people on dates because I'm like, oh, this is, these people have no idea who each other are and they're yeah. not going to know for months. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're all pretty boring. I mean, I think... Do you know what I mean? We all have a boringness. Okay. I mean, I tend to be attracted to such fucking disasters that the, it's interesting. I will always go for interesting disaster over okay. nice but boring. Of course you will. Boring, I can't do it. It really crushes me for some reason. You're but not. I'm dysfunctional. <laughs> You're not. That's very normal. I think that's like a that's a that's like I think it's normal for people that are artistic. 
like you you do comedy ish i sure. think yeah you sure <laughs> you know what i'm gonna call myself artistic <laughs> I'm an artist. I consider comedy an art. I think, you know, podcasting, radio, it's it's a form of expression. Sure. You're interested in capturing life and expressing it in a showy way. I fall into the camp. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's something interesting about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... I, I but I do think most people don't... They're like... Okay. Yes. How many times have you heard a girl say, I, I just want to find... I just want to find, like, a nice guy. Like... Men are trash. Like, I just want a good guy. Like, there's no more... Have you heard this sentiment? All the time. Yes. You know what? Lots of good guys out there. Tons. I know... I have, like, three close friends that are, like, good guys. But do they want to date these girls? They would love to. Well, then why aren't they? Because they're boring. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, these good guys exist. But it's like, there's That's nothing true. interesting about them. I know, no. And we like that. I mean, part of what I went to, too, is that after a few times, I will say, of like trying to go for the good guy. Okay. Granted, the good guy who still does comedy or something. So there's a little, you know, it's not like a banker. But the guys that are like, I'm a good guy. They tend to have more of an insidious, weird thing underneath because then when they turn you don't see it coming like all of a sudden they ghost or are a dick or get rapey or like whatever and you're like you're the good guy like yeah then it's like what the fuck like you really feel taken and i was like well if i go for an asshole who's like i'm an asshole at least i know what i'm getting into there's no surprise there yeah (laughs) you're not gonna turn around on me one day be an asshole be like yeah yeah i knew what's new i knew yeah (laughs) No, you're right. No, I think I like, I like that in people when someone's like kind of weird or something and they're just like being, they're just like being authentic, but I'm like, man, you're kind of like strange. I love it. But I feel like I need to not anymore. No. Like, I feel like I need to grow out of it a little. (sighs) No, I mean, even, I don't necessarily think so. I think it's good because I think a lot of times when people, like sometimes you go on like, Let's say you meet someone, even if it's like, let's like, not even romantic, all right? Sometimes I've had this situation, like I'll go on like a trip or something and I'll go with like a tour group. So it's like a bunch of people I don't know. Um, and when people are very, um, it's kind of hard to explain. When the group all gets together and people are very like laughy and good times and are very like, we're all having a good time, right? This is fun. And they have to be on all the time and like make, like we're having fun all the time. To me, it's like so disingenuous and it makes me so uncomfortable because it's like they're just like, oh, we have it. You and I, we're connecting. We're having fun all the time. We're laughing. Like, you know, that's not how people work. Right. So I I like people that are just like. That's partly why I still smoke is because I love the smokers. Like when you leave the party and you go outside and it's the two of you who everyone's like, oh, you're killing yourselves. And you're like, I know. Those are the people I end up having the best conversations with. Why do you think that is? Because we're a weird breed that's like, yeah, we know it's bad, but we're still here because yeah. I like the break more than I like, you know? Yeah, that's what it is. I like being able to leave those other people. Why is everyone so miserable at parties? <laughs> you know? I think we all, I think in general, people have social anxiety. Okay. And I think 
our generation being raised more on computers and in a world where we were told there's stranger danger, like don't leave the house, like even as kids, like I think we still have this innate like fear of strangers and like others and person and like our social skills are not good. Oh, you think that's instilled from like people are out to get you? I think that's where it starts. And then we have been raised so much in this weird internet era of relating to each other online, like Mm -hmm. through avatars and through this third party and through this weird veil where you can say something but not have someone's face reacting to you, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think our person-to-person social skills are not good. Like, we just have not been forced to develop them enough. Like, even at a party, right, you have that awkward moment. You can choose to go and do something or, like, try and steady yourself and, like, go and try and start a conversation with someone. Sure, yeah. We don't even do that anymore. We just go on our phone instead of, like, doing the awkward thing of, like, okay, let's try and get into a conversation, which is the hard... Once you get over the hump, then you start socializing. Right. Usually racks. But now it's, like, I'll have that moment of, like, oh, should I... I'll I'll just check Facebook until someone I know gets here. You know what I mean? I do, because... We've given ourselves, like, more of a way to avoid interacting with each other. Yeah, and I think... You know what? It's just so hard, because what you're really doing is you're risking the fact that someone would be like, hey, fuck off. Yeah. Don't know you. Yeah, we're scared of rejection. Yeah. But I I think the more you do it, the more you realize, too, like, if that person's like, hey, fuck off, I don't know you, it could be like, okay, cool. It doesn't matter what you think of me, because you don't know me. Like, wow, that yeah. dude told me to fuck off. Well, fuck him. Yeah, or not even fuck him. Like, oh, cool. He didn't want to talk to me. Yeah, like, that's fine. whatever. It doesn't affect I'm, how I feel. I guess it's, yeah. I probably don't want to have a conversation with that person because he seems like kind of a dick. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think, you You know what? It's just over time. But that's building the thick skin. And yes. We haven't had enough practice, I think. Yes. That's translates to so many things. Just like yeah. getting over rejection and realizing that like not everyone's going to like you. Yeah, that's so hard. Right. It is, but it takes, I guess it's like, okay, for, in my world, for what that is, is, um, and I'd like to apply it to more aspects of my life, but like, so when I've done like job interviews and stuff, I've had so many, for like technology, it's like these really like intense interviews where there's like three hours long and stuff. Um, They're crazy. They're like making you like design things and they're just very humiliating sometimes too because they'll try to like they'll try to like sandbag you it's it's intense okay and it's very trying to steal your ideas or no they're just trying to like a lot of times you'll get these guys with weird egos and they'll try to like make you feel like shit during Mm -hmm. the interview too like make you feel not smart it happens but it's like it's honestly such an intense experience and like when you get done so demoralizing like i mean that's auditioning yeah yeah i'm sure same thing it's like you know it's just people making you feel like shit and i've been through it so many times when i get done with one that's like particularly bad i'm like oh life goes on yeah do you have that with auditioning oh yeah yeah so i'm terrible at it i still do it a lot i mean it's literally the worst really so do you stay away from it because of the fear of rejection because of the fear of rejection, uh, yeah, mostly. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's our, I mean, for me, it came, like, earlier 
when I had like more body issues when I was younger oh, and it was okay. like, I can't afford to be rejected again because I'm too fat. Like that is just going to like break my psyche and it's very unhealthy. So I had to like kind of step back for that reason. Sure. Um, no, it's just, yeah, it's just so hard to put yourself out there constantly. Yeah, it is. But I do think, and like we said, it just gets easier. Yeah, it doesn't spin me out as much as it used to. Right. I think now I'm just more like out of practice. I don't know what I want to do. But now, like, yeah, if I apply for things and I don't get them, I don't feel like personally rejected like right. I used to. Yeah, it's not. It's that's. It's even like we like also getting over that too. How little you're thought about in other people's world. Yeah. You know. I had a moment in my twenties that was like one of those like things that just stuck in my brain and started shifting everything around when uh, someone was like, you know, low self-esteem is its own form of narcissism. Because yeah. if you think everyone hates you, you still think everyone's thinking about you. Most of the time, they don't care. They don't care enough to hate you. They don't yeah. give a shit. They're more worried about what you think of them. That was the more powerful thing I realized. I'm like, oh, whenever I'm worried about like, what people think of me i'm like oh these people also probably are like wondering what i'm thinking of them true yeah but for the most part yeah it's that it's like they're you know they're probably like oh i wonder how i was perceived but for the most part i think it's mostly like you did not cross their mind right or you, you just didn't. didn't even make an impression they don't remember your name yeah they don't remember it. like that's that's what i that kind of that's a big moment for everyone, I yeah. think, is when they realize that it's like, oh, no one really is watching. But for me, it was like, I think, because I have a terrible stoner brain. Okay. And I started getting a lot of people, once I did theater a lot, and, was, and I drink, you know, and I smoke weed. Sure. And, like, people would be like, hey, hi. And I'm like, oh, who is this? Like, someone I had a three-hour conversation with oh, really? or something. And I'm okay. just like, I don't remember you at all. Like, I Ooh. don't. You can't say that, but no. like having that moment and knowing from my side of it, from being that person who's like, I don't remember this person. Mostly I feel bad that I don't remember them and it doesn't make me think poorly of them. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm sure you were really nice and I'm just being a flake. Yeah. And so then I'm just like, okay, if I can empathize that when people don't remember me, they probably feel the same way. They're probably like, oh my God, sure. I feel bad. Like uh, you probably, you seem cool. I just, I, I don't know where my brain was. Like, yeah. Literally just trying to be like, nah, you know, I do it, they do it, we all do it, it's fine. I'm not going to take it, make it a thing about me being forgettable or whatever. No. Because you are forgettable. Thank I you. I am forgettable. People forget us, you know? Yeah. I forget lots of people. We're all forgettable under the right circumstances. Yes. And we're definitely not special. I mean, sometimes I'm special. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But never all the time. No. no. Sometimes you're not. That's what it's, that's like the real, and that, that's, that's actually like, I liked what you said about like, yeah, like being, um, but having low self-esteem is total narcissism because it's still like bringing it back around to yourself. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's me. Everyone's everyone. Nobody's at home. Like, oh, you yeah, think you have it so much worse than everyone else right. and your pain is bigger somehow than these other people's and no. Yeah. We're on the same boat. I do, yeah, I don't know. And I do, did that like take the pressure off of you? To be like, oh, it's not a big deal. 
to just relax a bit. Yeah. Yeah, sort of the idea of like, well, you know, if we're all just a speck of dust or whatever, and it doesn't really matter, then it's like not such a big deal that I didn't get that part or I'm not like a crazy success or I'm not famous. Like it it won't matter anyway because it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. No, it's nice. Yeah. It's a bit relieving. It is. It's just being in the moment and relax a bit. Yeah. It's there, there was a cartoon I saw <laughs> on the internet once, but it was mm-hmm. like, you have two ways to think about the world. Nobody cares or yeah. nobody cares. That's it. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's the same thing. Right. It's just how you choose to feel about that fact. Exactly. That's, and that's, I've had this like conversation with a person. It's like the, um, I think there's a podcast actually named it. It's called, oh, uh, it's like the <laughs> relief podcast. Oh, it's like nihilism, like the positive side of nihilism, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, nothing really matters. Mm-hmm. And you can look at that as like, what's the point of anything? It's like, no, nothing really matters. So like, what do you like? Yeah. Spend your time. Just do, like to me, it's not, it's like, it's like nothing really matters, but I do think having belief in some things, like instead of being totally just despondent or like that dep- when I'm depressed and it's like nothing matters. Yeah. But like, you know, just, so just love, do the things you like, have and find enjoyment in something that's kind of cool instead of making the pressure on the, like the things that we normally use as these benchmarks of success for our society. They don't matter. That's it. For me, I find a lot of comfort in, in, just reminding myself that I'm an animal, that humans are just a weird animal who's got the, who's built all this weird, shit but like at the end of the day it's like oh i can just be like the this dog that's really happy just being like oh sun grass water oh this is a fun snack great like just Mm -hmm. you know be like a dog (laughs) you know what that is i look at dogs and i'm like that dog is grateful as fuck yeah it has doesn't have a job it gets food and i feel that i wanted i just want someone to pet me and like run around and chill out one day at a time you know loves everyone because they might have food they don't love everyone though yeah they're not indiscriminate i'm saying happy dogs yes but i yes. mean you know happy cat your cat likes everyone yeah my cat's very dog like yeah in that way it's very like um my cat like i've never been depressed always happy always down for whatever that's dope yeah no it's a good it's like a good like it sounds dumb and it sounds like i'm doing a bit but I do see dogs and they cheer me up because they have, they look like they're even like their faces when they see a new person, they come up to them and like want to get petted by them. Yeah. They're excited about everything. I, I mean, I feel like a calmness from all animals just because you look at them and they're just like, this is me right now. Like there's no like weird bullshit thing about yes, it. Yes, that's it. But yes. dogs do get, dogs are really the closest emotionally to humans, I believe. Really? Like chimpanzees are the closest intellectually. The way that they process information, but dogs process emotions the most similar to humans. Really? I believe I read that somewhere. Okay. <laughs> but no dog has like a super ego. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's more of a cortex like informational processing thing. I don't think necessarily chimps do either. Really? Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's what's interesting to me. It's like, just take that down of that like worry about how someone else is perceiving you. Because it doesn't, 
really affect you. Unless they're like a threat to you or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely like weigh stuff out if you feel threatened. But like yeah. just trying to make it not so complicated in your mind, figuring it out and just going like the dog's not doing all that processing. It's no. just like, what's the vibe here? Right. Like it really. It'll sense a threat. Yeah. But that's about I it. I feel like we overcomplicate things. For sure. For sure. Also, what do you think? I've like gotten good at this lately and I'm proud of myself. People, I'm fine with people not liking me. I'm fine with people being like, that guy's an asshole. I'm like, I'm not an asshole, but if you feel that way, I don't have any ill will toward you and I'm content with you thinking I'm a bad person. I still don't love it. I mean, I still definitely like prefer that people like me. Okay. Or think, you know, at least if, if not nicely, then like just, uh, I don't know, nothing like, uh, oh, just like, oh yeah, neutral. Sure. Yeah. Forget. Um, you know, I don't, I, I'm more okay with it than I used to be though, because some people, yeah, some people are just, I think I can own more that it's like, okay, that person thinks this of me, but they don't really know me. So yeah, it doesn't matter that they think that like, it doesn't, it doesn't make me that just cause this person thinks that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm a yeah. little better at, at letting it roll off. Depends on the person, right? Because then someone I care about, I yes. would much rather have them hate me than be neutral. Than be neutral? Yeah. Oh, if it's like a dating If it's someone you yeah. like, like, yeah. If it's someone you're dating or someone you really care about or like a close friend, like then apathy is the worst. Ooh, that is a good point. Because, okay, if someone's like dead to me, all right, if I meet someone and it's just like something goes awry and I'm like, you know what, you're dead to me. They don't get they don't get the authentic me, whether that's like excited in who I am. They don't get the negative. They don't get like, oh, fuck you. I hate you. They get me on my best behavior, which is completely inauthentic, which yeah. is me treating you like a stranger. It's the cold, which I'm very friendly to strangers. So it's me being friendly, but the person. No, me too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, if I have never been a bitch to you, then I don't really care about you. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah, like there will be one day where I just fall apart and I'm a mess. And then if we're still friends after that, then you've got me. Like, and I'm very loyal. Like, then I'll be like, you're you're good forever. But I will, because when when I care about people, I get, I'm very emotional and passionate. I care. Again, the Kanye thing, like I'd rather be passionate Right. And like freak out one night and then later be like, I'm sorry, but in, that's what I was feeling <laughs> like. Yeah. Because I care because I care. Yeah. If I, if I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Like if I'm never. Yeah. <laughs> Note to anyone who dates me. If I never get a little like I'm trying to be less passive aggressive, but bitchy or like sure, a little like, oh, really? Right. Like, uh, like if I start doing that, you know, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know. It's true. I only fight with people I care about. That's what it, it's like. A lot of times you're just trying to get a response from someone. Yeah. Positive or negative. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not getting that emotional response, if they're like, what do you want? And you're like, That's cool. That sounds great. Cool, whatever. Okay. Or even that though is passive aggressive. It can be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So even if you're like, okay, cool, that's fine. Even if you're getting that weird kind of like oh i'm trying to be distant it's still an emotional response because they're still like it is but when someone gives it's you- hard when you don't well text is hard because it's hard to know if someone's been like oh okay or they're like okay like 
Yes, but even those, like if someone responds, okay, if I respond to you, if, if it's someone I'm like in a fight, like not a fight, but something just like, well, it's gone wrong, right? It's just like, we're in bad terms. And if I respond to you, like if they say, hey, I'm sorry for what I said. I want to get this back on track. Like, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this and blah, 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 blah. And I know it's going to equal more just like, you know, stuff I don't want to, I don't care, right? I don't value the relationship. I'm done with it. All right. I will respond with, you're fine. I hold no ill will. We're cool. Don't sweat it. That's totally fine. Best of luck. That to me is just me being like, don't, I'm not, this I'm not mad. That's a sign off. Yeah. It's like, I'm not mad. I'm not sad. I don't, I'm not happy. I don't care enough. I just like, you know what? I don't want to even, even my silence would be some sort of emotional response. Yeah. So me just saying like, we're cool. Best of luck. Don't feel bad. But I'm done. Like, yeah, this is it. That is, that's it. That's like, you know, it's interesting that you're saying like, even my silence would be an emotional response. Cause that's the thing I have a problem with is the no response, the silence, the no, the no text. That would, ugh. What? With other people giving it to you? Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Just like nothing? And nothing is the it worst. It is. Because it could be something. You know what I mean? Because the nothing could be nothing. Yeah. Could be, oh, I was working and I missed it. Sure. And I just, whatever. It could really be that. Right. But like you said, like, it could be an emotional response of like, I can't. Right. Or I don't want to. Or, you know. So then you're left sitting there feeling crazy because you don't know which it is. And no matter how you take it, it you're, I feel like that's what makes me crazy. Because I'm like, I just need to know what I'm reacting to. Uh, you know what I mean? I completely understand. You know? Because you're just like, did they never even see it? Did it get buried? In a right. Is that just know? really it? And I'm going to be overreacting and crazy if I'm insulted? Or is this like a really insulting thing? That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing with read receipts, though. Because read receipts, you see, like, red at I know. Time. I don't so, have them on, though. And no one I know does either. Right. <laughs> we all the turn thing. them off. So once it's, like, red, then it's, like, you saw it. But there now. have been times that I personally been working, driving. Someone texts me, and I'll be like, oh, okay. And, I'll, like, I'll see it, but I can't respond. Right. And I'll be like, I'll respond to that later. And then I totally forget, because I smoke a lot of weed. And, like, two days later, I'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah. But... That is rare. Like, it does happen, but it's not my usual MO. Yeah. It's like the exception. Sure, but you get back to him. Yeah. Yeah, and eventually, if you're, like, very apologetic, you're like, oh, I'm very sorry. Like, sorry yeah. about that. I smoke a lot of weed. But and most of the time... People, most of the time, it's people you're not that... What? That aren't, like, in the forefront of my... Like, someone you've just got been on two dates with or, you know. Oh, okay. I usually won't even do it to the people that are closest to me, but... Right, same. And you know who I keep in my life? I keep in my life people that I can like will send me a message saying like like they want some they ask me a question or something like haha check this out and then like nine days later I'm like haha that's funny man that's cool stuff those people and they're like hey isn't it cool and they respond immediately or they respond in four days those are the people that I keep in my life because they're just like they're not they don't I'm not responsible for their happiness right they're just like, cool. He responded. Maybe he doesn't. I'm happy. I just wanted him to see this, you know? I mean, I think that's cool. And I am mostly like that with most of my friends. I think with dating, it's different. Yeah, your friends, it's like trusted. Like, hey, we're cool. 
I'm not. Yeah, people I've known for you know ten years. Like we are, we're like that. Like you just reminded me. My friend Crystal called me, and I have to call her back because we play phone tag. You know, we'll talk every couple months, but like I always know that we will check in. Yeah, because I fucking love her, and she's great. But it's not like a big deal, right? But uh, but yeah, when I it bothers me the most with people I'm dating, you know. Yeah, because it gets tricky then, because it's like you're trying. It's an exclusive relationship, so there's only so much time. So, yeah, it's it's way more. Or even if it's not, it's like, do you care? Yeah. Am I putting effort into someone who does not care about me? Even at this point, you know, if it's still. Yeah. Like, you just want to at least be acknowledged and seen. Yeah. It's what you want, regardless of like romantic relationship or relationship. It's like you ask yourself, like, what do I want from this person? And do I get what I want from this person? Yeah. Do I get enough? Do I, you know what I mean? Like, is it fulfilling in some way? What? Is it like fulfilling in some way? Yeah. Like, does this meet the needs I expect? Because you like, you know, you and I, right? We're friends. Yeah. But like, we don't talk much. No, I don't. I, I haven't really talked to you since the last time. No, <laughs> I did not this. at all. Yeah. So for me, it's like you fulfill like the friendship that I expect from you. Yeah. You know, like well, I consider it more of an acquaintanceship at this point. I call you a friend. Yeah. You're my friend. You're my oh. third best friend in L.A. Really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're not too much far down the line, though. Uh, but y- but you we know, can hang off off mic sometime. Yeah. And okay, yeah, and it'd be fun. Yeah. But if like... You seem like someone I would be friends with. Exactly. Yes. But like, LA sucks and it's hard to get around. Totally. Right. And you are in a place with shitty parking. True. Yeah. It's not too bad. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> Point is though, if you were to be... Okay, let's say I reached out to you again to do the podcast again. Yeah. And you were like, uh, we'll see. We'll see, maybe. I'm pretty busy. And you were like, butthurt that I hadn't like reached out to you again to like hang out or something, right? Like, that type of thing. Like, that would be you being like, no, you're not. If you don't want to be friends, friends, then you can't be. You know what I mean? So some people have that. Yeah. Where they're like, like, you, like, I didn't talk to you in, like, five months. Yeah. And I was like, you want to do a podcast? Yeah, cool. I was like, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. You know? Some people, they're like, well, no, you need to be in somewhat constant communication. Otherwise, the friendship, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There are people like that. I mean, to me, there's, yeah, those feel more like the codependent kind of relationships, which I am. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, I've been known to be that way, so I'm working on it. Because I understand that feeling of like, why won't they acknowledge me? Like, I just want someone to care. But I try and keep myself in check. So it's like I can see it in other people and recognize it sometimes and feel like kind towards it. Like, it doesn't anger me. Yeah. But I do realize more now, like, just the emotional uh, energy that that kind of relationship takes. Yeah. And that it's not fun. No. Usually. No. Because you're not responsible for their happiness. So when you put that on yourself to be like, oh, man, they're going to be bummed out if I don't do this. Yeah. It's like. I feel like I used to have more relationships like that. I don't have as many now, which is good. I, like I'm just now realizing that I think I might be a healthier person now than I used to be generally generally yeah no I, I agree like, like, as I've aged I've gotten because like women will do these weird codependent relationships too where you get like the instant best friend oh really 
Like, you know, when you date a girl and she starts like texting you all the time and now she's texting you all of her thoughts and like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? And you're like, oh my God. And then like, let's hang out now and let's do this. And let's do that. But usually it's doing stuff they want to do, but they're mm-hmm. inviting you. Like I've been in a lot of those relationships and I'm like, oh my God, this is great. And I have like an instant best friend. But then like one thing I've realized more and more is that those kind of people, I'm like, oh, if you have this time in your life and you need this friend instantly, what happened to all your other friends? Right. <laughs> like, where are they? Like, why do you have all this time for a full-time friend right now? Oh, because you're crazy and needy and no one else wants to deal with you anymore and I don't know you well enough yet. Yes. I've started to see the signs. Yes. This, yes. And this is what I'm talking about because this happens so many, because like, even like, man, I don't want to be like sexist or say men are different than women. Yeah. But, they are in certain ways. Certain ways. So, you know what I'll say? I don't Maybe you've experienced this with dudes. Because sometimes I'll have that with, like, a girl I'll go out with, like, once or something like that. Or maybe twice. Yeah. And it's like, we're not super compatible. Okay? Not like, you know, maybe, like, just not, you know. But they'll get it in their head. Like, no, you're going to. They'll do what you just described. Okay? Yeah. Like, Dude. you're my new thing now. Like, right. you're my thing now. So in, in my head, it's like you said, it's like, what are you doing? We're not even like compatible. We're not even like, but this isn't like, we don't, the time we spent, it's not great. Right. So it's not like, I'm not really feeling it. And I, you can't be feeling it. If I'm not feeling it this much. Sometimes they are. I, I had to do that. I had a guy like that, that I dated that was like instant started texting me all the time and wanting, sure. wanting to come over and being like I'm coming over and then the final thing was like he's like I'm coming over and I'm like I'm kind of tired or whatever and he just like showed up at my house oh, and I was like gosh. oh no oh no 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 oh this isn't gonna work no 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 we need to not be doing this because you just showed up at my house like I didn't tell you it was okay to come over I didn't answer that text being like yeah you just, it was a no I mean, I was being like, I'll see if I'm tired or whatever later when he said it earlier. Like, I'm, he, he was like, I'm coming over or something. And I was like, mm. but I was just like, I'll see how I feel later. And then I never like wrote him back later. And then he just showed up and I was like asleep or something. Oh, man. And that's. But he was someone who had started texting me like, I had a bad day or like, did it. Oh. And at first it's nice, right? Because at first you have someone out of nowhere who's like, how, how was your day? And checking in, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Someone cares. Then I started to realize, like, no, this is also, this is, you're doing that so that you now have. Yes. So you can use me to dump your day on. Because I actually don't care. I'm not trying to actually talk about my day to you. But. Yep. You just want to, like, bitch to me about work or whatever. Because you don't have anyone else to do that with. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100% what i'm saying yeah because that's even like him coming over it's like him showing it's like okay if it's not about you okay because it's not about you because you were like because he didn't check in to see how i felt about it yes Yes. and well he like kind of did and clearly you were not wanting him to come over yeah and i was i mean i'll say that there's a it's a complication that doesn't seem like it should be one because it's still about checking in with people. But I'd said like, you know, I like a dominant guy. Um, so I do like a guy who would take the lead. Like in essence, I like a guy who'd be like, I'm just going to come over or whatever. But that's if they've checked in with me and it, you know, oh, you think he interpreted that as 
Come I think, everyone. well, because he said at some point after I was like, this isn't working. He's like, I thought you liked dominant guys. And I'm like, yeah, uh, but it's a fine line, right? Between uh, okay. being romantically dominant and being unaware of what the other person is wanting or feeling. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'll give this guy a little bit of leeway because he might have just misinterpreted that what you said he might have but i think i think the thing is like i meant more like like sexually dominant like make the first move like kiss me like whatever oh. like you know do that but not like show up at my house uh, when i'm asleep you know what i mean did you tell him that yeah i tried to okay it got weird yeah i mean I, it no, was someone weird. shows up when you said someone shows up when you didn't implicitly expect them it's like it weird. just felt like uh it felt like a red flag to me, and I am terrible at seeing red flags. So I was like, I better pay attention yeah. then. You're like, there, we're done here. Yeah. If I think if this I is I think yeah. this is weird, yeah. this has gotta be really weird. Oh man. That's so that's it. Cause it's like him showing him being like, okay, you don't care about what I want. Because him showing up was not what you wanted. And I think that that, well, it also to me was like, okay, I could see in some way that being hot. Because like, you know, with certain other people I've dated, I'm like, that's all I would have wanted. Like, make the effort to come over. Like, make the effort. Like, I I, I like the idea of someone really wanting to see me. Like, being passionate about it. Not being all like, "Mm, whatever, you know. But um, then he did that too. And I'm like, you're not the person I want showing up on my door. So that also told me something about how I felt. For sure. So you were like, had it been someone else? Maybe. But had it been someone else? Because also he showed up and then was weird. Like, he didn't show up and, like, I answered the door and he, like, kissed me and was, like, romantic or cute. Like, he showed up and I was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, you're acting weird. And I'm like, so you made a weird move and now I'm supposed to make you feel better about it. Uh, like, so it he was confident. be, it wasn't done in a confident way. It was done in a, like, what are you, why are you being weird? And I'm like, I'm, I don't have the energy to, like, make Ugh. you feel better right now. That's a, yeah. And he wasn't like, I'm sorry, I fucked up. This is, like, he he started to make, he's like, well, I thought you liked, you know, like, he started to make it, like, me, uh, like, put it on me. He wasn't even owning the fact that he had made a weird move. Because then he could have probably saved himself, honestly. Yeah, had he been like, sorry, I know this is weird. Had he been like, I'm sorry, I just really wanted to see you. I'll let you go back to bed, like, whatever. Or been, like, sexy about it and, like, but, like, he did, like, in, in, in the worst way. Where he showed up and then was like, what? You don't want this? Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like the first way, if you were to be like, oh, I just wanted to see you. If you were to be like, well, fuck off. He'd be like, that's cool. I still just want to see you. Yeah. That, in a sense, it's like you're rejecting him, but he's still confident and still cares. And that would have been you. cute. Would have been really cute. And then cute. later, I probably would have been like, hey, I was sleepy and grumpy, but like, let's hang out in the daytime. Or, yeah. But you know. You would have liked it. Yeah. You would have appreciated the sentiment. Yeah. There, like the action in itself isn't innately terrible it was like the way it was handled and done that's it that's when people are like insecure and like there's some sort of like it's that it's like you how you're feeling about yourself right now has to do with the way i see you because you show he shows up to your place and you're like ah this is like so he gets all defensive like well i'm like i'm so insecure and you're like yeah oh my god defensive thing and it's like if you can't let someone, because it, it lets me not own my being upset about it or whatever. Exactly. Because if I'm upset and then you go, uh, 
you know, I did something weird. I'm sorry. Then you get to own it. You acknowledge my feeling and it's okay. But when I'm like, I'm upset and you're like, well, but this and but that. And it's like, whatever. Then it's like, okay, so I'm not allowed to be upset about it. Like now I have to put that away and be like, okay, no, it's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Let me focus on making you feel better instead of you just apologizing to make me feel better. That's it. It's there's this like. When people do that to you and they're like, well, you should feel bad. It's like, no, I shouldn't feel like you said this. And now you should feel bad about telling me to fuck off. It's like, no, I like, I guess for me, when people are do that and they're like trying to like, like, cause he was trying to make you feel bad. He was trying yeah. to, be like, you know, right. But it was like, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, and I, I, so I sat on my stoop and I hung out with him for like 10 minutes. And I was like, I was asleep. I'm so tired. Like. Yeah. And in my mind, I kept feeling like, okay, well, you came over here. You came all the way over here, right? You showed up on my stoop. What are you going to do? You're going to like stroke my hair and be like, I'm sorry. And be like cute. Mm -hmm. Are you going to awkwardly pace in front of me? Like asking me with my eyes for me to make you feel better about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you hung out with him. I was like, I don't have it. And I was like, yeah, I hung out with him for like 10 minutes. I'm like, I got to go to bed. And I texted him later. Like, I don't think this is working. (laughs) Good. Well, yeah. he guilted you into those 10 minutes of, like, awkward talking. But, well, he was on my door, yeah. Exactly. He was like, you should... Well, and I, look, and I gave him those 10 minutes almost as a way to be, like, giving him an opportunity to own it and pull it around. You know what I Like, I'm giving you right. the opportunity to pull this around. Like, there's different things he could have done that would have made it better or okay. Yeah. It would have made it, like, well, that was a weird thing, but then you made it cute. Or, like, that was a weird thing, but then you just, like you know kissed me and it was all cute but it's like he handled it in the worst way of like he did a weird thing and i show up a little grumpy and instead of like turning it like i gave him the opportunity to turn it around right and he's just like well i don't understand like why <sighs> well good for just you just started bitching about his day and i'm like you woke me up to try and get me to care about what's going on with you yeah <laughs> that's so funny i that's good for you for being like you know what I'm going to give you a chance to make this thing you did. Yeah. Like, make it good. I think I usually do that too much. I'm a big chance giver. Yeah, because you didn't didn't owe him anything. No. You didn't owe him to answer the door. Right. That's how I feel. Right. I could have been like, go the fuck away. Right. And I guess what I would tell you about that situation you just described, if you're ever in it again... And you, he calls or whatever, and he's at your door. Like, in my opinion, I don't think you should ever feel bad about being like, I don't want to see you, and I'm not going to answer my door. I didn't ask you to come here. I don't owe you anything. I'm not getting it. I, yeah, uh, my window is also literally, he was at the back door of my apartment, and my window is literally next to the door. Like, he could just literally yell to my bed from that oh door. My like, it would be weird to not come out, because I could, like, hear, like... He would hear the text on my phone. You know what I mean? Like the ding. Okay. My All window right. is right there. Okay. Fuck that. Dude. Which also makes it weird if someone's on the door and I'm not. It's like, you're right there. Right. It's like, what's up? You're See, right there. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? Answer the door. That is such a huge disrespect of boundaries. If anyone, regardless if it's a romantic relationship or just like a general friendship or anything, unless it's like my brother or my best friend or well, my someone dad. I've known for a long time, yes. you know. But for the most part, if someone's like looking through my window, like at me. Why well, had my curtains closed? 
But you know what I'm saying. But the, yeah, that's there's sort of not like, a strong barrier because he's not allowing you to ignore him. Yeah, he you know didn't I mean? like text from his car, or yes. a, you know, or you know. Yes. Yeah, I would never walk up to someone's door without having a text from them acknowledging that it was cool that I was coming over before I came. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he had said earlier in the day, like I'm gonna come over, and I was like, okay, I'll see how I'm feeling. But then nothing was ever set. You know, yeah, it's such just like a disrespect. And he started to be like, because one of the first times I invited, I was feeling a little crazy and I was missing my ex who would come over and like yeah. sit on my stoop and smoke cigarettes. So I was like, do you just want to come over and sit on my stoop and smoke a cigarette with me or something like uh-huh. at like one in the morning? Yeah. And so he did. And that was like one of the first times we hung out and he was like, oh, I just liked that, you know, immediate sort of closeness or whatever, yeah. which we all like. But then... He was trying to push that too far, I felt like. I was like... <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oof. You know, now I'm kind of... That's a good thing to tell me. Because now I kind of get it. He probably thought the connection was more than it was when it He might happened. have. Yeah. But it had been like three weeks of talking to each other. So even though he had come over before, it was like once. Right. I'd never invited him inside. Hmm. And then, yeah, and then I went to his house and then I had, I think one of the last things I texted him is like, you should take me on a real date. Oh. Like, I don't want to just feel like we're jumping and like hanging out at each other's house. Like, you know, like I want to be a little chased. I want, I want to yeah. put some effort in. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're that's and fair. I had said that, and then he was like, "I'm coming over." Or something. It was I don't know why I'm even talking about this so much. <laughs> no, no, I like I like no. This is what the podcast the is supposed deconstruction. to be. Just, yeah, it is. No, I love it. So, but that's a fair thing too. It's like you want to. It's the. It's like you said. It's the effort. If a guy like takes you out. Right. Like pays for shit. Yeah. That's like a sacrifice on his part. Yeah. It's not the money that matters paying. It's as much as it is the effort of showing that I want to show you that I like you and I I want to do something nice for you. You know? Yeah. That's why like buying a burger has this for me has the same weight as buying a fancy dinner. It's not about the money. It's about the like, I want to take care of you a little. I want to show you I care. Hmm. I want to try and impress you or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's like, a, yeah, it's effort. Yeah, it's, you it's know. the effort. And it's also, because a lot of times, I feel like this is the case. I feel like girls, a lot of times, if you do show that effort a little bit at first, even then they're like, okay, well, you proved that you're willing to put in the effort. So yeah. uh, I'm going to stick around a little more. And I'm fine just like coming over because it's like, you know. Yeah. I trust you. Yeah. You I think know? I got to make the effort happen before the coming over. Yeah. But in like a lot of dudes minds, a lot of times it's just like a lot of times they're like, yeah, I don't, they're not willing to put in the effort. So it's a good vet to be yeah. like, is yeah. this dude, what does this dude want? If you're like, Hey, you know what? Take me like plan a date for me. And yeah. he's like, nah, then it's like, okay, I know how you feel about me. Yeah. I think I was trying to pull it for me. Cause I was like, Feeling very like, I don't, you know, I just want someone to, I was like feeling weird about my ex and I just like wanted someone to cuddle and like just fill that slot 
in my life for a moment, but not like I, I didn't actually care about who that Him. person was. Yeah. yeah. Just need a body here. Just to needed a person to distract with. myself so I don't text someone else. Yeah. <laughs> we all need some human contact from time to time, you know? Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Poor guy. But yeah, I've been, cause I've been there. So, I mean, you gotta feel that out. You know, you gotta feel out, you know, cause I've done that too. I've been like, sometimes I've realized like, oh, I'm just a placeholder. You know what I mean? I'm just here in the meantime. Yeah. I, you gotta be aware, like what you're, and I, yeah. you know what? Cause like, I can tell when a girl likes me and I can tell when a girl likes the idea of what I could be. Right. So I feel like if some if someone I go on a date with, if I can tell if they like me or they want me to like them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think so. Because if it's like this girl really wants me to like her, that's like just weird to me because it's like I feel like it's very disingenuous. But I can tell when a girl's like this dude is I just want to be around him. Then I'm like, OK, this girl actually likes me. Yeah. And that's cool. It's it's hard for me to tell the difference. I sure, think, really, for a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me try to come. Girls up. too. If they like you, or they like uh, well, the idea. Because I'm bi, and it's 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 almost harder. With Is girls. it? Yes. Really. Very difficult. What's the okay? What's the well? Because it's the same thing you experience, where it's like, does this girl like me, or does she like the idea of you know? The dogs we're gonna have together that she's already having in her mind right like it's the same it's it, it's hard so what's the difference between oh man this is great so like are you equally attracted to men and women i am definitely uh, like veer towards men more okay um on the spectrum uh part of it is that i think i'm a little body insecure and so i don't like being the bigger person generally and so it's hard to find women I'm like 5'11", or I'm 5'10". I just heightened myself. Yeah. It's hard for me to find tall girls. Uh, And it's just harder. It's just, it's just harder. What? Dating women? Yeah. I haven't, I've, I've hooked up with a lot more women. I haven't really dated them. Okay. Extensively. Because it's very confusing. You think more than men? I think, yeah, and maybe I just haven't had as much practice, you know, because I, you spend all of like high school and stuff. If you're, right. if you're by generally, the experience that I've I talked to a lot of people about, especially as a woman, mm-hmm. this is one of the few privileges we as women have. You're attracted to girls. It's very easy to spend your, you know, whole, you know, life coming up as straight and sometimes I like hooking up with women and like that's a fun it's like the one thing women can be straight and have sex with all the women they want and still be straight yeah guys can't do that like if if I was a guy and I had hooked up with as many guys as I have you you know women even though I mostly dated women they'd be like well you're a fag so yeah that's why I'm bi, because I think it's fair (laughs) what like I, I just think it's like, I could be like, I definitely date more men, and I could say that I'm straight, and I just hook up with girls, but I think I'm bi, because that's what it would be, non-gendered. Yeah, I mean... You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're attracted to... Yeah, if you're, like, hooking up with women and really enjoying it. Yeah, there's been a couple I wanted to date, but it was, like, complicated. Like, one had a boyfriend, and, you know, it's, like, weird. And yeah. it's, it's it's happened definitely far less, but 
it has happened. Gotcha. So it's like sexually you're down for whatever, but like relationship wise, you're more inclined to like date a man. Yeah. And part of it might just be that I'm more used to it. Sure. Yeah. You know, do you, what's the difference between like men hitting on you versus women? Or is there much of a difference? Women are a little more upfront about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I tend to know when a woman is hitting on me pretty mm. like, well, not always, but generally they're a little more like, Hey, I'm hitting on you. Is that cool? Like, Oh really? <laughs> like they try and clarify. Whereas a guy will, you don't even know for a while. If, if it's in comedy or something, it's sure. not like a stranger. Yeah. They could just be like talking to you for like a while and never trying to be clear about it. Yeah. Cause I think women will make the move faster. Yeah, for sure. Because you know why? Yeah. Because guys, like, we're very cautious of that. Because if we do anything that, like, indicates that we're into something, like, potentially sexual, there's the risk of the girl being like, you're a creep. Fuck you. You're a bad guy. So a lot of times guys will be like, I'm just going to talk to this girl for 50 minutes about improv because I can't bring it around to something that shows my intentions because I'm afraid. You guys are scared of flirting, which is sad. I think it is sad. Yeah, but you know what? To be honest, we should like, be allowed to flirt with each other. Yeah, but you know, I've flirted with people and been called a creep. You know, and perhaps I overstepped, but it's definitely something I'm afraid of. You know, I flirted with people and been called a slut. Sure. Yeah. Or whatever. So, and yeah. I'm not saying it's like woe is me. I'm just saying this is my thought process when I go. Right. It, it gets a little dark. It's a hard time for you guys. <laughs> I mean, not. You know what I'm saying. I'm not saying like it's a hard time for a guy because it's like ultimately no. It's not hard for me as a guy as a white man. Right. Pretty, it's it's like, relatively hard as far not, as what it's been for white guys, sure. but like as far as compared to every other person's experience, it's, it's not better. that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the point that it's like yeah, I think yeah. people try to make like it's not there. It's not green lights. All the way, but more than most. This is so a lot of times it's like if you're wondering like why is this guy like talking me to forty five minutes, but like I still have no idea what he wants from me, that's why. Cause he's afraid he's gonna like say something a little sexual and then get chastised. I'm not and I'm not saying like this it's woe is us. It's just like this is kinda where we're like, oh, I just don't wanna like deal with being called a creep because a lot of times we don't know lots of, we're like sexual people you know i know and i'm fine with it so it's like we'll try to do that and then it's like oh you're a creep and like yes i am a creep i've always been a creep yeah i'll never not then be own it that's great yeah but that's, that's what it, it's like so sometimes it's like oh he's a creep but yeah i'm a creep i'm not a bad guy though i'm just creepy i have no bad <laughs> intentions i'm just a creep. I'm not bad. I'm just creepy. Yeah. I'm just your definition of a creep. Are you creepy? For sure. I don't see you being creepy. Yeah, I don't. But like, I am. Really? Yeah, for like, what's sure. What's your creepy? Like, what would you say that's creepy? Oh, uh, what have I done that's like creeped? I don't know. A lot of times. Okay. A lot of times you'll like, you say something. I'll be, or I'll text someone something to be like, indicate that. I'm into someone sexually. You up? Eggplant emoji? No, nothing that overt, <laughs> but I'll like take it in a direction and then it'll be like, okay, this is like. I would find that kind of refreshing to be honest. There's so many people will hit, you know, sliding into DMs, yeah. sending you texts and stuff. 
And especially hard if it's people where we're both in comedy. It's like, do you want to be my friend? Or should I just know that you're trying to book me? Because you're not making it obvious. We can't. We can't make it obvious. But I also don't... I don't like having to work under the assumption that every guy is just trying to sleep with me because it makes me on the one hand feel ego maniacal. Like I think everyone wants to fuck me, like, which I don't think is necessarily true. And it also makes me sad that no one really just wants to be my friend. <laughs> like there's not a one, like every guy I know is really just trying to get in my pants. Like that makes me sad. That's what it is. Cause a lot of times it's like, that's where it is. Cause it's like a lot of times a guy like that, he'll talk to you. He'll like talk to you for a while. And he's like, you know what? I like, she's cool. Like, I like her. I don't mind talking to her, but he probably also wants to have sex with you. So he's like, he doesn't, that's a lot of the fear. A lot of the fear is like, oh, this girl will think that I talked to her for 45 minutes and the conversation meant nothing. Cause it's just a way of yeah. me to like have sex with you, which is not true. That's what bothers me because there are times that that has been the case. And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to have sex with you, but I did like talking to you and I would be your friend. And then it's like, peace. Nope. Didn't want to be friends. Like that makes me sad. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It's a part of life. It happens a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. You can, I don't know. You can gauge it, but yeah. I mean, I've done that, you know, I mean, like, like I've talked to, yeah, you know what? But that's like the plight of being a man. Like I've like gone on. It's more like the context of like I've if I'm like having like a really long conversation with someone, it's like we're friends. We're cool. Um, but I have been on dates with girls that I've wanted to hook up with. And I've like pretended to be far more interested than I was. Yeah, because my I was devious. I was creepy. Not yeah, like a threatening way, like, but yeah. like. It was definitely like if you were if I wasn't interested in you, um, I probably would have like left by now. Right. You know, see, I that I don't get where it's like I can't be interested in someone if it's that boring. I don't like if they're really attractive. Yes. Yeah, no, it won't keep me in. It won't keep me in it. This is it. Because this is like I have a I have a friend um, and like she she was dating a guy for a really long time. Uh, and I told her, I was like, oh, like, listen, guys will have sex with people they don't like. Not even like, they'll have sex with people they don't like. Sometimes but, that's what they're into. Sure, that's true. Sex isn't very romantic. In like my own head, it's like not really that romantic. It's like- Oh, it is to me. Right, to women. Yeah. So it's like funny to me, cause I'm like, you're like, oh, she was like, yeah, like we, the, like, I don't want to go into too much detail, but, uh, I was like, oh, you don't realize like guys will, he'll like, he'll have sex with you forever. Like guys will have sex with people they don't like, like, let alone people they don't love. Like they, it doesn't like, they will do whatever. Like, so th- and it was this concept that like, I think a lot of women don't understand like, well, he's having sex with me. Like clearly he likes me somewhat. I'm like, he may really, you may really get on his nerves and he really may not like you, but he will always. I almost feel like that's a kink for like, I had an probably that like he sort of liked this weird role playing thing when I would just act like a total bitch. Like he liked it Yeah. or it's like, oh my God, you're like the kind of girl I would hate. Like I hate fuck thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, guys, guys are weird. And there's like, they a, really are. Yeah, there's I've, something there. I mean, I definitely have had that situation occasionally. Yeah, sure. Where I've totally fucked someone who I'm like, oh, I could never date you. Like, I even dislike you. Right. On some level, but like, there's something that's working for me right now. Right. Like, there's something about it that's working for me. Even just, I think, well, because again, dislike better than apathy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not the norm for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's or like weird happens, circumstances. Yeah. And I wrote a song. I wrote a song about this it's called Dick Trap, where it's like, or what will happen is it's a guy I kind of even dislike or whatever, but yeah. something's working. You know, I get yeah. horny. Like, it happens. Sometimes you just got to get some business done. Sure. But then afterwards, I get all the fucking chemicals released. Yeah. If it's good at all, you get, like, right. some, uh, some of that oxytocin and shit. And then I'm like, maybe I do like them. Right. That dick. can definitely. It's a dick trap. That's what I named it. It's a dick trap. Dick sand is what I like to call it. Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that. Trap in the dick sand. Ooh. That's, yeah, that's the main thing that's what happened to my friend. You know? I think something weird worked for her. And then she kind of got trapped in it. But. Yeah. Yeah. Release is like those fucking weird hormone chemicals. Like, we can't help it. Like, there's some caveman shit. Yeah, it's funny. I think it does to dudes, but for the most part, it's like. Guys will have a different response immediately after they're like, they come to and they're like, I gotta get, I wanna be like, I have to get yeah, you. Yeah, I hate that it works, it works literally in reverse. Yeah. It's like the opposite effect. Right. Where before we're like, eh, and they're like, come on. Right. And then after we're like, ooh, yeah. And right. Like, Bye. Yeah, what's <laughs> oh. oh, it's so sad. Do you have an Uber app? <laughs> like, I have a coupon. Uh, wow. Yeah. No, nah, it's a shame. It is, uh, but it, it does work differently. So keep that in mind, but you probably already knew. It just also sucks that as a woman, it feels like all of the responsibility is on us to keep it in mind how guys are going to react, to remember how they're, instead of like, well, maybe you guys should realize that if you're going to fuck this girl, she's going to start to like you. So you should consider that before you do it. Like put the weight on you to be like mindful. True. True. You know, instead of, oh, I should keep in mind that a guy's not going to be interested after, you know? Yeah. No, it's both ways. Yeah. It's both ways. It really is. So it's funny because I do try to like warn my female friends. I'm like, guy, like I try to warn them about how like horrible dudes are. I know, but then it ends up making you like really disillusioned and sad. And like, what's the point of dating anyone ever? <laughs> well, no, my thought is like, if you want to like, just understand this is how dudes think. So my advice is if you really like a guy. Part of the problem for me is if I really like a guy. And I think I might like really want to date him. I need to sleep with him because, you know, not to be a size queen, but what we're working with is going to be important to me. That could make or break something. And then also just technique and vibe and whether it works. Like, okay, I hate feeling like, oh, I need to get super invested in this guy for weeks before I sleep with him. So he won't leave me when that could be the moment I realize this isn't going to work out for me. I'd rather sleep together and be like, oh, okay, this works. Let's see if it works more. Yeah. That's how I like to think about it. Well, then, I mean, what you can do is ultimately, like, have sex with him. See if it's good. Uh, If it is good, see if he sticks around. 
He doesn't stick around. He's gone. No big deal. You know? So that's really what it comes down to. It's like, yeah, he may leave. But at least you know. Yeah. And if he leaves, it just kind of sucks because you probably feel connected to him after. Right. And you don't want to feel like like too easy or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that's like care. more of a societal thing yeah. where like, I don't judge myself. Like my mom was a real free love, very like didn't matter. So it's like, I didn't think it mattered until then, you know, other people call you names and shit. Who cares? People, it's not about, that's another, that's another thing, but yeah, but that's my, I don't know, that's my advice. Like, see if, if he like takes off, it's like, cool, he wasn't that into it. Yeah. You know, whatever. Got what he wanted and he took off, you know, versus like, let's say you keep him around for like a month and you're like, all right, I'll let him get it. And he gets it. And then you're like, oh, man, I hung out with that guy for a month and he was just hanging around to fuck me. And you waste even more time. Yeah. If that happens then, yeah, that's even worse. So. Or you just ask him. And then I've had that where I like get like I don't, I'll get really into them. And I'm like, oh, this is um, we're taking it slow and it's great. And, we're you know, it's going to work out. Yeah. And then like and not to be in crass, uh, you know, you sleep together and it's like, ooh, that's bad if and if it's in a way that you can't fix it or it's like oh that's like bent in an uncomfortable way <laughs> like oh, i just literally like, cannot fuck this dick in a long-term relationship like i cannot handle it like yeah. it, you know if it's too small or you know it happens uh and it doesn't matter to some girls i'm a g-spot girl it matters to me yeah that's fair you know so we all have and our struggles. And that's the worst, too, to be like, if you've dated someone for a month or two and then you sleep together, it's like, you cannot be like, oh, hey, sorry, I just realized your dick is too small. <laughs> so all of this emotional rapport we've developed, I don't know how to handle that situation. I've That's not a good place to be in. No. I don't, have you been in that situation? I honestly have, but I definitely did not say that. I definitely found another reason that it wasn't going to work. You got to. That dude would have You find another reason. Yes. You're like, I just think we're emotionally not compatible, or I just am going through a weird thing with my ex, or I just, you know what, for whatever other... And then I hate, because usually it is someone I care about sure. and want to be friends with, or whatever. And I really hate not being honest with people. So it bothers me because I would prefer to be honest, but I also feel like you can't say that to a guy like that's, you know, you're right, because it is kind of like such there's certain things it's OK to lie about. And I think that's one of them. Yeah, because I've learned they don't they don't handle it well. No, because a lot of guys self-worth is like tied in their masculinity, all their masculinity. Is yeah. Tied in like how like what they either their size of their dick or like what they do with their dick. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I think you're all right. <laughs> Keep lying. Keep on lying. <laughs> never tell it. You know, never tell a guy. I think right above like the worst ways to tell a guy like you're inadequate. I think like there's like you're boring, like you're too boring. And then there's like, you cannot pleasure me. That is the worst. There's like you are. But sometimes that's and it's like I don't. I, I hate, like, coming up with another reason that's totally a lie that's not going to work. You know, like... Because in a way, I think, you know, removing the guy's ego from it... Yeah. It should be an easier thing to handle because it's like, hey, look, 
I still think you're a great person. You never disappointed me being there emotionally. Like you're doing all the things right. Like don't change what you're doing. Doesn't matter. This is a physical. Doesn't matter to the guy. Unchangeable thing where I have a certain place that you you don't reach. Like, I don't know. Like there's nothing you can do about it. And a guy would rather the guy, what a guy wants to hear is like, look, um, you are you're the best sex i've ever had it's incredible uh it's amazing and that's the only reason i'm with you like honestly i think you're kind of an asshole i think you're a dick but like the only reason i've let it go this far is just because like you're a maniac in the sack and that's and i'm really into it but like honestly as a person i think you're a garbage human being i can't do this anymore a guy hears that and he's like all he heard was you're a maniac in the sack yeah, but Nothing that's else. not true. And the, I think part of the problem, too, is when you can't correct a guy or be honest about that, like, they keep being bad for next women. Like, maybe if I could be that bitch, maybe if I didn't care as much about people liking me and I could just be that bitch to him, maybe something would get better. You know, you can't learn to be better at something if you don't know you're bad at it. Wait, you're saying if I you, mean, not if, if it's not honest. dick size, if it's a technique issue or something. Oh, yeah. If it's something fixable, then like, yeah, be, let him know. It's hard too, though, because women are so different. And I've definitely been with guys who who another girl felt like they were fixing him, but they were just making him do what they like. And it doesn't work for me or whatever. That's actually like, that's a good point. Even just like out of the sexual realm. It's like, I don't ask like when people are like, well, hey, I don't really like, want to do this anymore. I'm kind of like, I'm good. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not the type of person that's like, Oh, well, what I do wrong? Because I'm like, you know what? I'm a good guy. I'm a good person. I didn't do anything like I didn't do anything bad to them. I wasn't inconsiderate and they never said I was. So ultimately, it's just like whatever I was doing, I'm not going to fix it because I wasn't doing anything wrong. It just wasn't for them. Yeah. So if I take the advice, it's almost like here's it's like them saying, like, here's why this didn't work for me. Then it's like, OK, well, it's not necessarily something that's wrong with me. It's something that they just didn't want. Right. I guess you could, like, see if you start to get that a lot. Like, if you could, like, compare. That's fair. And then it seems to be maybe not just that one person. That would be... But but we don't have enough people being honest, so... True. I don't think there would be any way to get a good sample size. Also, I wouldn't change anyway. <laughs> I don't think I would. If it was someone I was really into, I might be like, hey, I might ask. But if it's, like, someone I just, like, don't really care, it's like, you know what? Well, that's... I like me more than I like the idea of them liking me. Isn't so. that the, the whole romantic thing from that movie? Which you make one? me want to be a better man. Oh, what's that? What movie? It's, as Good As It Gets or whatever. Oh, what I haven't I seen it. Or have I seen As Good As It Gets? Maybe. Jack what? Nicholson? Yeah. Greg Kinnear? Yeah. Uh, oh. Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt? Yeah, I've seen that for sure. Yeah. yeah. You make me want to be a better man. Yes. Like, that's romantic because all women are like, oh my God, you want to change for me? Like, that's... Oh, that's... Yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. You have anything else? I don't know. Uh, that felt like a natural ending moment. Cool. Warm <laughs> here. Plug everything you do ever. Um, cool. I produced The Way Highway on Adobe Radio, which is live Thursdays at 4 on Adobe Radio and downloadable where podcasts are downloadable. I do The National Lampoon Presents the Final Edition podcast on UBN Radio, downloadable or all fine podcasts are available. Um, you on Spotify? I don't know. I don't know if I'm on Spotify or not. 
I don't. I think they're both on like iTunes or whatever, or mm-hmm. like you know, like all the other ones. The yeah. podcast app, you know, yeah. or the internet. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I do live shows and stuff every now and then, but Samantha Jane Gerwitz dot com g u r e w i t z. I never update it, but you can find my social media there at Sam Sweets, and I update that. Cool. There you go. Stalk me. <laughs> I like attention. You know all about what I like now. So find me on the internet. Hot, tall guys with big dicks who That's are it. just slightly broken. Just broken enough. Not too much. Cool. <laughs> That's. <laughs> That's funny. You knew exactly what you wanted. You're like, yep, that's, this is- it. that's it. <laughs> Come and get me. It almost sounded like you didn't know exactly what you wanted, but then you just voiced it out loud and you're like, whoa, that was it. Yeah, I guess that's, that's you know, generally what I'm in the market for. Cool. Cool. We'll see if the <laughs> anecdotal experience listeners, it's like a the Venn diagram. Mm, fingers crossed. We'll see on that third, my third visit. We'll see. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank everyone for listening. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Bye.